First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. That more about the Lions winning the game or the Chiefs losing it? Oh God! So look, we can do this for every game, okay? Yeah, but um, it's especially interesting on this one. What's the lead? The Lions winning or the Chiefs losing? Personally, yep. I think it's the Lions winning. Of course. I knew you were going to do that. Okay, here's why. We know why the Chiefs lost. The Chiefs win if they have Kelsey. They maybe win if they have Chris Jones. And it's weird to put it on one player, but Kadarius Toney should be cut. He he cost them seven points with a terrible pick six with the ball going off his hands and he doesn't make that catch in the fourth quarter and he had another drop then you add in the sky more drops like they didn't have the playmakers like the the chief storyline is very interesting but if Travis Kelsey plays next week against Jacksonville and Chris Jones shows the tape uh to Brett Veach of the Lions offensive line just manhandling them in the fourth quarter and two or three weeks from now, both those guys are back. This game is going to be looked at as an aberration or an asterisk in the Chiefs' season, which we still expect to be very successful. No matter what caveats you put on it for the Lions, mm-hmm. that's the signature win of the Dan Campbell era for Detroit. So I do think it has more lasting effects for Detroit than Kansas City. Uh, see, I don't even know. I don't even agree with that because you you said that the Chiefs had built-in excuses for losing the game. I, I would say the the signature win is keeping an arch rival with a quarterback out of the playoffs last year and ending the guy's career with the Packers. I would say that that would still be ahead of this. No, I mean, you if, if Kelsey plays, I think you're right. But you just said that it's not a true victory over the Chiefs because it was a watered-down Kansas City team. And we shouldn't be treating the Lions like with kid gloves anymore, like they're the little plucky Lions. They're I'm not. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. When? You didn't do that on either one of our podcasts. Well, we didn't make Super Bowl predictions. I picked it well, on the air today. You could, have, you could have fit that into your Lions breakdown. We had so much time on that NFC podcast. You might have wanted to mention that one of the teams was your surprise pick to go to the Super Bowl. So thanks a million for that. Um Man, I I don't boil the look. Simply put, if those two guys play, do the Chiefs win? Yes, yes they do. But I think they there were legitimate problems that creeped in and issues in that game that go beyond just those two guys. Their wide receivers suck. This is a, a just a lousy first impression by their wide receivers. Rice caught a touchdown pass, good for him. But I thought the wide receivers just. All we've heard about is it's not a big deal there that Mahomes makes everybody better. The rising tide of Patrick Mahomes lifts all boats. It did not. Those guys were brutal. And Tony was a trade and Sky Moore was an early pick. So both of those moves look awful in the moment. And then, Danny, the play calling for Mandy Reid. Come on now. I mean, I know I get it. The guys allowed mulligans, but the the the, the tight end under center with the jet sweep on third and short. And then... You're fucking going for it on fourth and 25. What are you doing? Well, and okay. So a couple things. It's funny. Like uh, all the bears fans on my Twitter timeline and even a ton of bears media was like, see, that's Matt Nagy getting too cute. No. 
Andy Reid calls the plays. The buck stops with him. Matt Nagy is there basically as a charity case and a de facto offensive coordinator. So Andy Reid gets too cute in short yardage, and they've invested way too much in resources into that offensive line to not be able to just turn around and give the ball to Pacheco and gain two yards. And they've got a right tackle who jumped off sides on every single play as well, by the way. Great job by NBC, by the way. (laughs) It's just so clearly far and away the best television uh, production in the NFL. They had the exact number of snaps that the Lions were running zone versus man, and they were updating it throughout the game. Like, it's just... It's by far the smartest broadcast. So a a good job by them. They're in midseason form. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, Yeah, Andy Reid, bad. Dan Campbell, bad. Those Some of those punt, like going for it inside his own 20 at the beginning of the game, but then punting from the Chiefs 40 on the other side of the game. Just like very logically inconsistent. I agree, but I think the fake punt really defined the game. I thought that play and getting getting points in that drive, scoring a touchdown was if we're, if I'm going to look back on the seminal moment of that game, to me, it was that. Oh, because- I mean, but again, this goes back to your original question. Like it depends which team you're looking at the lens through the chiefs are going to be in that locker room right now. My guess is, and we're doing this as soon as the game ends. My guess is Kadarius Tony will say, that he single-handedly lost them the game. No, he won't because he's a complete asshole and he's and he's been a complete prick to people on social media throughout the entire offseason. So if he's the Kadarius Tony that we all know and love from his time in New York, he will get combative with people over the way he played in this game. Well, what, whether he says it or not, they'll know it's true. You know, yeah. like, the, you know, so the, the Chiefs will not look at it as they lost because the Lions went for it on fourth and short from, you know what I mean, in, in the first quarter of the game. They'll look at it as if Kadarius Tony catches one of three balls that Mahomes put right on and, his numbers, they win the game. And I know we got a lot of games to get to, but the last thing I want to say about this is, and, and, and you can give your final thought too, I wouldn't just say all is good in Chiefs Kingdom when those guys come back for this reason. They're trying to host the AFC Championship game for six years in a row. They've never had to pack their bags for the AFC playoffs. And the one thing everyone seems to agree on is that the AFC has never been better. So, okay, great. I mean, we saw what New England had, what what New England's record was during that dynasty run when they had to leave Foxborough and play playoff games away from home. Uh, Just this to me is a loss that, even with Kelsey out, the odds makers thought the Chiefs were going to win. So they're 0-1 when everyone thought they were going to be 1-0. And the margins, the margin of error, I think, in the AFC, Danny, is going to be razor thin. No question. I mean, it, it will be razor thin. Mahomes and Reed going on the road in the playoffs, they're, they're going to think that they can win anywhere. And they will, of course, be right. And there's a long time between now and then. And they get a ton of those top AFC teams in the regular season. So. Sure. You know what I mean? So they got they got plenty of time for that. Um, I do want to do a little bit more on the Lions, though, because I do think that it's more about them. And I did pick them to win the Super Bowl. Their <laughs> offensive line, or not win the Super Bowl, make the Super Bowl. And listen, I wanted to go out on a limb. I, I like the Chiefs. I didn't want to go complete chalk and say Chiefs, Eagles, or Chiefs, Niners. So I admit that some of that is in it. But their offensive line, as good as advertised. Their ability to pick up short yardage, Operating that way at the end of the game with Montgomery, very impressive. 
They barely used Gibbs, who looked like he had a ton of juice. Goff was efficient. They fumbled inside the 10. And while the defense wasn't great, they did hold the Chiefs to 20 points at home at Arrowhead. And I understand that plenty of that was self-inflicted by Kansas City. But you put them at home on the fast track in Detroit, and you give them Jamison Williams in now five games, and whatever confidence comes from how they finished last season and winning this game, I do think that they are a very dangerous team in a wide-open NFC. And while Philly is a deserved favorite, man, they were a top-five offense in the NFL last year, and they added Gibbs, who looked the part to me, and they'll add Jamison Williams to it. To me, they could be the number one offense in the NFL at the end of the season. The best thing I can say about the Lions is that historically, when a team would give a game to them on a silver platter, they would find a way to send it back to the kitchen. You know, they wouldn't win those games. You know, this is a game that they would lose in the past where they had it sealed up and then Mahomes would have converted fourth and 25 and they would have lost on a last second field goal and we would say same old Lions. So to me, like that is. By the way, though, he almost did convert. Sky Moore could have caught that ball. Yeah, there was a lot of could have caught that balls tonight. I'm just saying it changed. wasn't like a breakup no, by Gardner yeah. Johnson or something right. like in the Lions secondary. Like that, that he he could have caught that ball. Yeah, I mean Mahomes is coming out of this game looking like he did when they lost the Super Bowl to Tampa. Right. It's like no one loses any respect for the guy. The interception, if you watch it, the pick six wasn't his fault. No, but I think that's the best thing I can say about the Lions. Like they've had uh they've had a tendency since the beginning of time to be charitable in situations like this and say, oh, no, we're okay. You went, you go and win the game. And they didn't tonight. And they had the bullseye on them too. I mean, uh to get put in this spot, to have this uh spotlight on them, and to not choke when the Chiefs had major problems with a with Jones and Kelsey. They do get credit for that.